10 seconds to fire it. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What's up, everybody? Back to another episode of Picking Favorites, your favorite podcast in the entire world. Uh, we're so happy that you're with us today. We have a great guest coming up. We're very excited. Uh, today in the studio is David Kentucky Coleman. As uh, I'm back after a few week layoff for doing some other stuff, we also have our good friend. My name is Razzle. Wow, thanks, Razzle, for really picking <laughs> was, up I, hey, really picking were, up that cue. You were introducing me. I'm not going to introduce myself as our good friend because I'm myself. You could have been like, oh, no, our good have- friend cue. So it's only Razzle <laughs> and I in the studio today. We have a great guest. Uh, super excited about it. I have been a fan for the last couple of years. Well, I, uh, it's one of my favorite shows that he was on. Uh, a little show called Happy Endings. But today we have with us Zach Knight and everybody. Thank hey, you, everybody. thank you, everybody. Clap. clap. Clappity clap. Thank you. Applause. Thanks for coming, man. We're really excited about yeah, this. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be here. This is rad. We're just yeah, going to talk about fun stuff. Yeah. yeah, just ridiculous. It's just four dudes and sometimes a, a, a lady. Oh, really? Uh, sometimes. Is that like a mid-show surprise? I wish we had a surprise for that today, but we don't. Uh, we'll plan that for the next time. You can come on and guest host when one of our other boys isn't here. Uh, Tyler is back in Atlanta making you know big-time movie star stuff. Uh, Zach is in Toronto doing big-time TV star Toronto, Canada stuff on Heroes, So, which is awesome for both those guys. But that just means that I get to talk more, and we get to hear more from uh, Zach. Razzle will talk probably less or... I'll talk about as the much. Same. I mean, I can about talk. I, I mean, these categories, I'm going to be able to talk about a lot of things. Yeah, we're, we're excited about these categories. One of my yeah. favorite categories we've ever done is today. Um, goes back to my upbringing in a really small town in eastern Kentucky with a lot of southern vibes going on. So uh, uh, let's, we're excited. But, uh, Zach, tell us about what's going on in your life right now, man. What's happening? Oh, man. Well, I'm on a television show. I've heard of television. I've heard of it. <laughs> TV. Uh, I'm on a TV mm. show. It's called Weird Loners. Probably none of you have watched it who are listening to this podcast. But they should have watched it. You should watch the show. Go it's, watch the show, it's guys. It's pretty funny. I think uh, the writing's kind of on the wall. I think it may be ending. I don't know. But, you know, that's the way this television game goes. I don't know how to make them work. I had, Happy Endings, <laughs> I thought, was really good. I thought yeah. that one Happy Endings lasted. was hilarious. I don't know what happened to that one. Yeah, I don't either. I don't. It seemed weird. Like it was like, oh, I really like this show, and then it was just like, we're not going to do it anymore. Uh, you know, David Collings watches your show. He just he's wa- watching this Periscope feed. And hey, he's like, David. I watch your show. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for watching. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, so I'm doing that and um, I, some movies and stuff. I just had a movie at uh, Tribeca. Oh, it's, nice. Yeah, it's really cool. It's called Ashby. It's with Mickey Rourke. Ooh, I worked Whoa. with Mickey Rourke. Speaking of wrestlers, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I worked with Mickey Rourke. You guys, a maniac. Was, he seems so like I don't know what happened to his head. Well, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but yeah. his, he just doesn't look like the same person. He even looked like five years ago. No, no, I think I mean he's a little bit punch drunk. I think from the you know from probably besides boxing, just drugs and banging Lisa Bonet and doing whatever other stuff that he did. Yeah, I'm jealous. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> drugs uh, allegedly. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what Mickey Rourke did, but. Uh, he, you know, he's a character. I think he'll probably be really great in this. He's great. I mean, he's no. So good. The wrestler was like, I was blown away by it. an yeah. amazing movie. 
um, ties right into what we're talking today. That's interesting that you brought him up. Yeah, I feel like that guy. He could just like he he could just keep falling apart and lose fingers and toes and legs and still be still amazing. keep working. Yeah, and just I don't know. I think the guy's gonna be around for a long time. He well, told awesome. me he was rebuilding his. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm rebuilding my career. I was like, how many times do you rebuild your career, dude? Yeah, you're back. It's like you were in Iron Man too. Like you're yeah, you're yeah. in giant movies. It's not like you're you're barely working. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, doing that, and then uh, uh, Tyler, your co-host, he and I have had some weird paths crossing recently. I don't know if you heard about this. No, tell me. But don't you should tell tell everybody about it. I'm All sure right, I'll tell everybody. Uh, well, Tyler and I keep not working together, but almost working together. He was on. Uh, he, I think he was uh, up. Uh, you know, maybe going to do weird loners with me, and then that didn't work out. And then I was up for this pilot that he did this year, and then that didn't work out for me. And then incidentally, I just replaced him. Oh, well, then replace okay. him. He wasn't available. It wasn't like they didn't want him back. But he he did a pilot called Super Clyde a couple years ago, and then he's on to some other stuff. And now I'm playing the role that he played. In the first incarnation of Super okay, Clyde. Okay. I, just, I just finished that last week. We need a thinner Tyler. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've been working wow. on it in the off season. <laughs> Tyler's gonna be like, what the fuck, Razzle? Why would you say that about me, man? That's messed up. I love Tyler. No, we do. We love him and miss him as always. Uh who really wanted to be here today, but he was like yesterday's like, oh, I gotta go back. Just doing a movie. It just happened. Yeah. Um well, that's cool, man. I mean, hope guys watch Weird Loners. Uh, hopefully, it stays on. I mean, it's I've seen it a couple times. It's a funny show. Yeah. Um, I will say I was a bigger fan of Happy Endings. Of course, I love that. You had some great characters on that show. That's what my and- dad said too. My oh dad my was God. like, Can, can't you figure out how to get back on happy endings? <laughs> That's not how TV works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody's on like four. Di- mm-hmm. It's crazy that everybody on that show is actually has their own new show. Yeah, on some somewhere. I think they're all getting canceled or have been canceled. So who knows? There was talk about maybe doing something. I don't know. I, I bet you in ten years we'll do something weird and see if people will come out and watch. Even yeah. if like webisodes or something would be funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, it'd be or super Kickstarter funny. movie. Yeah, yeah, because that uh, seems to work. Damon's go, Damon's on New Girl, and uh, yeah, but didn't he just he's Alicia done. Cuthbert's yeah, on on uh, again, yeah. what's that new? Sh- it's a HBO uh, NBC show, I guess. One Came big happy. Yeah, one big happy. Yeah. Um, Pally was on uh, Mindy, but he left. Damon left New Girl. Yeah, uh, Eliza had a show, and then uh, t- marry Penny. me. Oh yeah, marry me. Yeah, yeah. Which is like happy endings without the rest of the gang. It it feels like a little bit. It feels just like Penny Hart, like just another show. Well, same creator, right? And her husband. Now. Oh, well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but it's still. Listen, God bless her. I'm glad you guys are working, man. You at know, that show really did well for everybody. I gotta say, it did. And we all got kept working. I mean, it's only been a, two years since it got canceled. Hopefully, we can keep riding that one out for a little while. <laughs> Yes, I'm sure I was you would. In, uh, you're high, you're a highly, very talented and highly sought after actor, Zach. It's, it's going to be okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I got a welcome. mortgage to pay. So anybody listening was a fan of Happy Endings, I will do anything. I'll do crafty. <laughs> he will no, do he, crafty. People are going to text you, tweet you, and go, uh, uh, yeah, I'm doing a student project this weekend and be happy to see <laughs> I'm, you. I'm in. Yeah. As nice. long as you guys have Doritos. Doritos. I love Doritos. We should get them as a sponsor. For yeah. sure. Hey, Doritos, we <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you. Hey, Doritos, send some bags of Doritos to the Earwolf Studios. If Doritos sent us, if Doritos would give us free Doritos for a year, I would have favorite Dorito as a category on like three episodes. Uh, I think that's a great idea. That's Why don't a great we make a Hey, Doritos. To One time I wrote in college, I wrote PBR a letter telling them how much I loved PBR, and they sent me, no shit, a PBR 
leisure suit. Oh no, no sport coat. Do you have photos slacks. of that? Yeah, I do you still have it? Guys. No, <sighs> no. Because we got a fan page like uh, for every episode, and uh, they'll post photos. Really? And stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, we yeah, do no, a whole thing. Our yeah. house was broke. I lived in. I went to college in Richmond, Virginia, and uh, we lived in the ghetto. And our house got broken into, and they stole. Like all the electronics, all this stuff, and my PBR oh. leisure suit. <laughs> that would be if I knew that was that's the first thing I'm going for. <laughs> I, well, then I'm thinking I'm going to find the guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, gonna you, how are you going to wear resist. that? Can't, yeah, how are you going to wear, wear that? that? And, uh, it's got to be on Facebook somewhere. Like, dude in PBR suit, Richmond, yeah. Virginia. You're going to find <laughs> it. And he's on Facebook and Twitter. Like, ah, look at my suit. Look at my new. Suit. I mean, I know it was like that was only like five years ago because you were just got out of college. I'm sure. And five oh years yeah, ago. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm only so. 24. <laughs> 24. You look great for 24. But I can play 22. Yeah, I can. Listen, I could do. I could be 19. on Saved by the Bell right now. I yeah. can do it. The, maybe the college years. Co- yeah. Okay. Worst show ever. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, the college years. Bad college bad. years. Yeah. I've seen some bad shows. Yeah. I, my favorite is uh, I, I when I was a prop guy on TV. I I did the f- like first season of Pretty Little Liars. Oh yeah. Which was awesome. All the girls in that show are really fun. I, I, my was girlfriend's a, obsessed with that. Show. Really funny show to be on. There's so it's like season five. They're still in high school, <laughs> and I think some of the girls are in their like 25 or something yeah. like that, like yeah, 25 yeah. or 26 years old. Um, but it still works. Everybody loves it. My girlfriend Big show. is obsessed. She made me watch it. Now I kind of do like the hate watching thing. Yeah, where you you kind of you pretend it. like you really don't like it, but you do like it. Yeah. But right. you make fun of it. Yeah, kind of do that with a lot of shit. Most television I do that with. <laughs> like the I pretend just shit on it the whole time, and then yeah, you, yeah. but you really watch I, I it every week. I can't. Like my brain, like I could love something, but I'm still gonna shit on it. Oh yeah. Like I can't not make fun of things. Yeah, yeah. Like I make fun of Back to the Future. I make fun of Batman movies. I make fun of you know. Yeah, but Game of Thrones. But making fun of it and shitting on it to me are different. I'll be watching Game of Thrones. I'm making fun of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones this year is laughable. And I'm sorry, I gotta say, I watched I watched Sunday and I was like, I you told because you know some people that we know may or may not have seen the leaked episodes before. Uh Yeah, full disclosure, I did. I'm not gonna deny. And he was like, you gotta watch these. You gotta watch. He's like, no, I'm waiting. I'm gonna. I like the weekly. Thing yeah. of Game of Thrones, like having it, digesting it, thinking about it. Yeah, it's not great this year. No, it isn't great. I mean, I know I'm not going to give any spoilers here, but last week there was an episode. They're sitting in a restaurant. And there was like booths in yeah. the restaurant, <laughs> and there's like it's like it looked like a McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now and now we got these like yeah. lady warriors or whatever. And one of them, the is, Sand Snakes, like, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you can't get Michelle Rodriguez, get yeah, yeah, this yeah. chick. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's yeah. insane. I, I don't know what's happened to that show yeah. this year. Uh, the 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 casting calling out. Are you good with a whip and a spear? You're hired. Are you? Are you? Do you want? <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, we can shit on the show we want. It's still the biggest show on TV. It's, it's amazing. So, I'll, I'll never. Stop and everybody on it. Exactly. I'll never stop no, watching. It's yeah. great. No, of course. But, but I was like, I too was like, wait a second. And if you didn't watch two weeks, if you didn't watch two weeks ago, when they had this whole conversation in the carriage about like you're two thousand, we're two thousand miles from Westeros. No one's gonna recognize us. The yeah. one place we go yeah. is right. absolutely the worst place I could have picked to go. Yeah. You know I what mean, I mean? It's... The coincidental, like, again, to make it a little bit more haphazard than that just happened, it's like, oh, look what happened. Yeah. Today of all days, the day 2,000 miles away. I think yeah. they just set the bar too high in the beginning. People dying left and right, yeah. throat slitting, the whole thing. Yeah. N- nudies, you know. Now now no one's getting naked anymore. Well, this you week know. was some nudity. I, there was some peen. There was very peen. rare <laughs> tiny peen sighting on Game of Thrones this week. Oh my god, I was shocked. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. <laughs> Speaking of uh, 
uh, guys in very small clothing. Yes. Uh, let's go to our first category. Yeah, of I'm the gonna episode first category of the episode. I'm gonna periscope this uh, again. Okay, I was great. Periscoping great. earlier, but um, how do I do that? Uh, so I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit start broadcast and then it'll tweet it out and it'll tag you in All my right. tweet. Uh, then you can retweet my tweet and put uh, like you can leave a comment and that way people can see your comment as well. Wow, as my this retweet. is wow. All right, we got it. That was a lot of technical jargon. That's a lot to of technical jargon. TLDR. Uh, wow. I just tweeted this first yeah. episode. First category of this episode is our favorite all-time wrestler. Which uh, I am super excited about. And as always, the guest always gets to go first. Zach, hit us. Man, this is a really tough one for me because this is a subject near and dear to my heart. But I got to say, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Favorite wrestler of all time because here we go. First of all, the guy wore a kilt. Yeah. He, Very true. He, that was a that was a ballsy move in the 80s. I know like the punk rock kids are wearing kilts, but Rowdy Roddy Piper was like, this muscle-bound guy wearing a kilt, so it's different. And you can't discount his acting career. The guy is like an amazing actor. If you go back and watch, what was it They Live? Or they they live, live, dude. Oh my god, he's amazing in that movie. I don't know. I, and now he's. And I actually personally have had a few experiences with him because I'm buddies with the Sunny guys. It's always Sunny, and right. Uh, he's been on Sunny a couple of times, and I've gotten the, the chance. Oh really? To I haven't. Him. I haven't been watching late. I, I yeah. used to work on Sunny as a prop guy, like way back, like oh, season yeah. three or four, like forever ago. Oh yeah. So he was on. He's done a couple of episodes of Sunny. So I got to. And it, it was when I met Rowdy Roddy Piper. It was at this time of my life where I was doing, I was working out a lot for a job, so I was doing like P ninety X or whatever. Okay. And Roddy said something to me like when I met him, he said something like, "Oh yeah, I could tell you work out right and something." And like <laughs> to have him acknowledge the fact that right, I, was I think Roddy out. Piper was checking you out a little bit. That's all I I'm think saying. So. Which is okay. You're like, I'm down. Anyway, I'm that's down. I, that's got to be my my pitch to this one. What's he say? I have. I'm looking at some some quotes from They Live, and he's just like, "I've come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, <laughs> and I'm all out of bubblegum." But he, gum. I'm telling you, go back and watch that movie. The guy's very organic. He's yeah. really he's really good, man. You I'm on watch board. The movie. Those sunglasses that can see aliens, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, I want some of those. They Me should. Too. Here's what we do. Let's let's Kickstarter a sequel, and you can play you can play the bad guy. Oh, you can God. you can play Roddy's part. Uh, you know, I think we do the sequel the to that sequel. movie, but he plays himself. He's still doing it. Okay. But now I'll be his like sidekick. Yeah. I All like right. It. I, I like it. Man. I like he, it. We need to bring him back. We need to resurrect his career. Yeah. Not Mickey Rourke's. No, Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah, Roddy Piper's career. I like it. I, I like it. Razzle, what do you got? Oh, this is, um. <clears throat> well, here's the deal. Uh, I like wrestling. Um, you like wrestling? I like wrestling. I'm a big fan of wrestling. Uh, not so much now, but I lo- I mean, I love the idea of wrestling. I love everything about it. I love I loved it as a kid. I loved it as uh as a um adolescent in high school. Uh there was the resurgence when the NWO and all that came out oh, and the yeah. WCW Monday yeah. Night Nitro in high school, so there was a lot Kevin of Kevin Nash. Kevin oh, Nash. Yeah. Uh, when I was when I was a small child, I was a big fan. On Saturday mornings, USA would have it. Um, so it was almost like I had to pick an era. But I'll, I'm going to go with two obvious ones. Uh, I, I can't pick because because it's there's called picking favorites. Yeah, That's I know. The whole well, here's idea the deal. Show. Well, I'm going to I'm going to discount. Um, I mean, Hulk Hogan's awesome, so you can't. I mean, Hulk Hogan is a legend and an you icon. Kinda, he doesn't like, have to be your favorite wrestler. He, he, I like it when he went to the dark side for that little period. You yeah, know, he blacked but, out his beard. Um, you know that stuff. Yeah. 
All right, well, I'll just pick one then, and I'm going to go. And this was even an era that I didn't watch, but I'm a huge fan of him now. So I'm going to go with The Rock. I all right. Wa- I'm going to go Listen. with The Rock. Only because because if we're – I mean, I'm a huge fan of all of his movies and everything he done he's done now, and I want to be friends with him. So that's why I'm going to pick him because I want to be friends with The Rock. But <laughs> – but I didn't watch the when he was around. I really wasn't. Uh, I didn't watch the WWF. I watched the WWE because that was during the Nitro days and oh, the Stone yeah. Cold and all that. Oh, but yeah. if I have to pick a, a favorite like old wrestler, I'm going to go with. Um, uh, there's, there's Hacksaw Jim Dugan. There's Macho Man. There's so uh, many good ones. Junkyard Dog. Junkyard Dog. Do remember the animal? I, the yeah, the guy that would eat the turnstiles. Yeah, there was Jake the Snake <laughs> Roberts. There was that Bonkers the Clown. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff. Yeah, so dude, no, all right, great ones. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll stick with the Rock. I'll say the Rock. I'll no, the listen, rock. the Rock uh, has has turned a because obviously Hulk pro Hogan wrestling the, career I mean, into one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah, um, he is a genius guy. He's so likable and funny. Um, and he, he just seemed like he's a guy like I would hang out with that dude. Like, oh yeah, just yeah, want to just have a few cocktails a cool and, and talk about that whatever. That guy doesn't drink. Yeah, uh, you're probably right. <laughs> it's, it's a yeah. protein shake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a shot of wheatgrass. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> yeah. a badass. But he, you know, he's turned that wrestling. He just again, he's he's marketable. He's a yeah. great. He but he had a great persona. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Uh, yeah, rivaling Hulk Hogan and you know the guy who ends up being my favorite uh, wrestler. I have, I'm going to say I have a favorite wrestler, but I'm going to say. The guy who I loved my entire childhood growing up was a uh, nickname, the American Dream. Oh, yeah. He was a poor son of a plumber from Austin, Texas. <laughs> His name was Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes! He was one of the greatest names in re- one of the greatest names ever. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a movie called Face in the Crowd. Have you ever no, seen a movie with no. Andy Griffith? It's about a guy named Lonesome Rhodes. <laughs> Watch this movie. It's made by. It's written. By, it was directed by Ilya Kazan. It's an. It's an amazing uh, movie about what fame does to people. It's. It's amazing. You Facing love it. Facing the crowd. A face in the crowd. Oh, a face in the crowd. Face in the crowd. Back to a Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, Dusty, Dusty Rhodes, Rhodes was in, in the seventies and eighties. Uh, you know, always fighting for the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance World Championship with Harley Race. He was fighting the Iron Sheik. Yeah. He was fighting Abdullah the Butcher. He was fighting like those giant iconic guys uh, from my childhood. I mean, sure, you know, a little bit before Razzle's time, but uh, yeah, but I still remember him. Too. But he was I amazing, <clears throat> the wor- most out of shape wrestler you've ever seen. Like the literally, there if there was an antithesis <laughs> of what wrestlers look like now, Dusty Rhodes was the opposite. Yeah, like he was r- overweight, didn't speak well. He could speak. He had a he had a lisp. He. Uh, but people loved him because he was the every he was the common man wrestler. Yeah, right. What happened to Dusty? He he's nice. the father. Of, he's the uh, father of Dustin of Rhodes, Gold Dust of Gold Dust. Who's I was never it's so funny. I know he was looking for an identity. That one just wasn't great. Um, his other son's a wrestler too. Um, I don't know much about. I think he just calls himself Dusty Rhodes. Stardust. <laughs> Cody Cody calls Cody, himself yeah. Stardust. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, that's my. He's still alive. Dusty Rhodes is yeah, yeah. sixty nine right now. Yeah, still alive. Yeah. And he was also he was great because he was the opposite of Ric Flair, who was the, the styling, profiling, yeah. sixty minute man. Oh, uh, like, Ric Flair was good with too. the beautiful like hair and like you know giant beautiful robes with fur and silver and metallic you know tassels hanging off. He was great. Somebody- However, the greatest wrestler of all time, in my opinion, is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Wow. I number one. I was. Always loved Stone Cold uh, growing up. I used to shave my head completely and just have a goatee and a beard. (laughs) 
And not because of my size, but little kids would see me and go and say Stone Cold because they don't understand size isn't relative when yeah. you're five or six years old. But if you know who Stone Cold is and you see a guy who's bald, who has the goatee and kind yeah. of resembles that, you're going to say that's Stone Cold, which I always thought was hilarious. It's not why I loved him the most. <laughs> see, I loved him because he would drink Budweiser. <laughs> he would say whatever he wanted. He would yell at people. He would tell them they sucked. According um, to the script. No. That's st- by the way, that is Stone According Cold to Steve Austin. Steve- no, he made that character. He created that Here's, character. While we're talking about, you said the greatest wrestler. This brings a, a good, a good, a good uh, question. Like aside from the script and how it's fake and planned, who <laughs> fake? Of, I don't know what that means. TV. It's a. T- it's a show. Exactly. Okay. Yes. It's exactly. a show. You Correct. can't fake Correct. gravity. Correct. I agree, and I'm I'm completely on board with that. But if it was a legit. Um, wrestling match like there was no pre-planned outcome or storyline who do you think would like if everybody in their prime like if you took Hulk Hogan in his prime or Macho Man in his prime or Stone Cold in his prime or The Rock in his prime or Goldberg even in his prime who do you think would be the like if it was a legit wrestling match where there was no predetermined outcome who do you think would be the better who do you think would be who would never lose Andre the Giant Andre the Giant you know who told me that? Too slow. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Really? He's slow, though, right? I think he's too slow. Yeah. You only got over on Andre the Giant when he let you get over on Andre the Giant. That's it. He told, He goes, I w- here's the real reason I love Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. When I was a prop guy, I was blessed to work on a great show named, called Chuck with my yeah. buddy Zach. Um, on that show, we had tons of guest stars. Okay. Stone Cold was a guest star two times. One of the nicest, most genuine... Uh, honest guys I've ever met. Great with his time, told me amazing stories about old school wrestling and uh-huh. when he was, back when he was stunning Steve Austin and how he got to be Steve <laughs> Austin. But he was saying like, Andre the Giant was the king. Period. <laughs> if he walked in, it was like, yes sir. Like the, yeah. He didn't have to do anything because he was the man and everyone knew it. Even And if he, want, if he was like, okay, I'll let, you, I'll let you win. That was the only way you were winning. Remember that... Uh, WrestleMania when Hulk Hogan body slammed Andre. Absolutely yeah. because Andre let him. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. Andre let him. Yeah. That, because they wanted because they needed a, a giant star to be born that day. Yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah, they needed they needed I mean and and that happening single-handedly, I mean, that No, it really did propel, yeah. That propelled Hulk Hogan and the WrestleMania it made that outcome, that match blew up wrestling for you know our generation oh, yeah. you know what i mean for the 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 usa the the uh saturday morning wrestling generation oh yeah 100%. oh no then, i mean it's and then he had the hulk hogan cartoon hulk hogan they turned they understood you know, i think what happened was they really understood the marketability of what wrestling was wrestling was modern day gladiators yeah that didn't kill each other. Yeah. Correct. That could be very. They had big personalities, and they could turn them into basically cartoon characters. Yeah. I mean, Captain Lou Albano, Junkyard Dog, the Road Warriors. I mean, and those they are were all things you look at. Bam, no. Bam Bigelow. Bam, yeah, Bam Bam Bigelow. I the, watched the Bushwhacker Brothers. You know, crazy. Yeah. My parents took me to a wrestling match in at, at Rupp Arena in Kentucky when I was about twelve, and it was Hulk Hogan. Uh, I want to say it was Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. Versus Bam Bam Bigelow and Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase, the money man, uh, millionaire. Was, what? Yeah, Ted, the million uh, dollar man. Million dollar man, Ted yeah. DiBiase. It was the most unbelievable thing I'd ever seen. And, and my parents took us. We got a hotel room. I was like, this is the greatest thing oh, wow, I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Like, remember, it was awesome. Remember the cage matches? Remember when they Dude, were, I loved all that. Like the ladder match and like you had. Uh, Battle Royals, like, dude, it's still crazy. I mean, they I, still do it. They still do the Royal Rumble every was, year WrestleMania. What was it called? There was one year, it was the WWF. I'm pretty sure it was the WWF still, where they had like it was it was 
not a cage match, but they put like 40 men in. They put like yeah, all the big ones in yeah, the ring. It's and the first ones out. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's called the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's the Royal called. Rumble. Yeah. When everybody was everybody, when everybody, everybody. was in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the last. Because what standing. happens is basically that that's so funny. That's probably the most scripted. <laughs> yeah. Ever, of all the things they yeah. do at WrestleMania or any yeah. of the shows when they do a Royal Rumble because it's like. All the dudes are most of the time are just hanging around. They yeah, just, just kind of stand, stand around, around, talk to each other, and then they go, "Let's throw that guy out." Yeah, and it's like we're just all going to gang up on that dude. <laughs> yeah. When it should just be, maybe be just like a giant free for all, like in like anchor band where everybody's just like beating each other up. But that's not the what best happens. part too. Is like how like I love I love it was because it's a, it was a cartoon gladiator. It was a like gladiator cartoon, and it was like. Hulk Hogan defeat you know he can body slam and he's the best there is and then all of a sudden the Ultimate Warrior comes in and oh, Hulk yeah. Hogan just starts oh, shivering man. in his boots and like he, he gets scared yeah. and oh no no he was getting psyched up he yeah, yeah. but uh, it's funny Warrior. I met I met Ultimate Warrior in an airport once too yeah and I saw him and we were like in like I think we were in South Carolina like a really small airport in South Carolina and I saw him and I was like. Dude, that's the ultimate warrior. Like, and I was by myself. Travis, like, I have to go up. I have to go up and say hi. I have to. Like, Got I can't. Yeah. I can't not. Yeah. Went up. Nicest guy in the world. Took a picture. I was like, hey man, been a big fan for a long time. And this is back when he was trying to like get his name so he could the spirit do his Hogan. Own. <laughs> he was so like the shaman of the whole yeah, wrestling yeah, world. He yeah. was like the spiritual leader. The spirits of the, <laughs> of the Navajo Hogan. He was I great, will man. see you, no. Hogan. Yeah. But, uh, what about Sting? Were they, or, 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 Sting was, yeah, dude, Sting is, again, back in the WWE. Oh, he's wow. in his 50s. But again, he doesn't, he's got full makeup and he wears like baggy clothes and oh, coats, yeah. so you can't tell how old he <laughs> how is. Old he is. <laughs> so he looks exactly the same as he did 25 years ago. Oh, my God. But Sting was like, but Sting was the biggest thing in well, NWA and he, WCW for now a he really paints long himself time. Like, now he paints himself like the crow because yeah. the ultimate warrior took that style yeah, of yeah. makeup yeah. and just made it even, yeah, made it way even bigger. Um, but anyways, you know, uh, Stone Cold had some of the best, you know what makes great wrestlers memorable is their taglines, yeah. right? Yeah. Because Rock was, do you smell what the Rock is cooking? Steve yeah. Austin's was, that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. You're like, out. Yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. Don't. It's it. It's yeah. it. It's the best. It's yeah. the best. Hacksaw Jim Dugan was just USA. Yeah. yeah. Again, you go the, the, they have a guy now who just goes, yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, literally, that's all he does, and everybody loves it. It's crazy. Um, God, I love that category. I can talk about wrestling. Uh, we can do a whole podcast about my the wrestling. Steiner, I just love all their costumes, too, and the makeup. Like, in the 80s, it was so neon and just yeah. like. Oh, the Rock and Roll so Express. Gr- Remember cheesy. the Frisbee Brothers? They, yeah. the, the the flying frisbee brothers they were like early WWF. early early i remember the i don't remember the frisbee i remember that there's a couple guys on nwa back when it was in a tiny tiny studio in atlanta they would have wrestling on saturday afternoons like saturday early saturday evening like six or seven o'clock that's when they would air it on tbs and they had guys that always were the guys that got beat up there was a brothers called the mulkies the Mulkey brothers. They were like albinos. <laughs> it's no joke. They were like albinos, and they were like the whipping boys for whoever oh. was going to wrestle, like the the face or the heel, whoever. One night, the Mulkies accidentally beat somebody. I think they rode it so, so they could beat somebody, and then they came out like after that because they'd always come out in like a pair of jeans with no shirt on, a big belt buckle, yeah. and the Mulkies who had never come out and done interviews before <laughs> were out there like talking to Mean Gene, like telling the whole story about how they just won this match. And it was a complete fluke that they won. Man, I love that stuff. What about what about this? Ready for this guy's name? Ready? Yeah. Ravishing Rick, Rick Rude. Oh wow. Uh, sad story. Sad story That's about sad. them. Or uh Rick Rude was probably 
had one of the best physiques in yeah. wrestling ever. Oh man, he had well, no he was, body fat and never apparently never drank water. It was ravishing. But and when he was, wasn't he like related to Mean Gene or Mean Gene was? I think a lot of those guys were like there were like some weird like cousins yeah. of dudes. It's like Hitman Hart and Owen Hart. And yeah, all those and what guys. about yeah. what about? Okay, we're uh, totally man. we're totally foregoing. We're turning, yeah, we we're totally get, foregoing the wrestling managers like the mouth oh, of the yeah. South, Jimmy Hart. Oh yeah, dude. Jimmy we could. I'm literally, we're gonna bring this back and do our favorite wrestling manager in another episode. That's, what we're gonna do. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good idea uh, we gotta go we gotta go to break really quick before we just spend the whole hour talking about wrestling uh we'll be right back hey pick and favorites fans your favorite host right here kentucky america coleman uh i know it's really zach and tyler but i'm gonna say it's me. hey y'all i'm here too my name oh is yeah Razzle. razzle's here but yeah, i know most of y'all don't i'm here too say nice <laughs> things about him. But that's all right, because you know what? Me and Razzle are here today to tell you something about really, really important. Yeah, really cool stuff. Really cool. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I don't eat the best. I, I eat things that are, aren't really good for me, and uh, this sponsor I'm talking about today is really going to help me out. Uh, it's graze.com. Graze.com. Is that like the sports almanac? No, it is an amazing uh, uh, snack service that delivers tasty and nutritious snacks right to your worker home. I like it. Keep talking, Dave. All the snacks come in perfectly portioned packs, great for on-the-go and treating yourself without overdoing it. Really? They do. Wild stuff. They have some pure fruit and nut mixes to aromatic broths and cookie dippers. Their vast variety of over 100 unique snack creations means there's always something new and different to try. <laughs> Let me look at what you're reading. Take a, take a look at that one. Oh, right wow. There. Look at that. Let's see here. Uh, what's it say? Whole grain banana shortbread dippers with caramel sauce, only 150 calories. Look that's at a, that. That's, that's, a, that's a very fine amount of calories. That is. For something that sounds so delicious. Oh, you want to hear about calories, Dave? <laughs> check this out. Campfire s'mores. A lighter take on the fireside snack made with chocolate and salted almond buttons, vanilla cookie drops, and mini marshmallows for 130 calories. I think it's pronounced marshmallows, but that's okay. I'll tell you what. When you sign up, browse and rate all the snacks to help them handpick a personalized box of your taste preferences and dietary requirements. They're going to handpick something just for me? They And they got this peop, They got these people over there. Yeah, these, like these, some these scientists. Are, these amazing scientists. Some, some smart some smart dudes with smart, glasses. It could be smart ladies. We could be know. smart ladies. Uh, we're gender some smart neutral, persons. Let's gender, say some smart persons. Some gender neutral scientists. I like it. Who uh, make sure that all of the snacks contain no GMOs, no artificial flavors, and no trans fats. Yeah. So everybody can feel good about what they're snacking on. I like it already. Sign me up. How do I do that, Dave? You go to graze.com. That's G-R-A-Z-E dot com. Now, to get a free trial box that includes four of their top-rated and most delicious snacks. And use the special code RAZZLE. Huh, that's my name. It is. That's graze.com, code RAZZLE, for your free box. I like it. And we're back. I know you had to come back after you heard that r- like riveting conversation about uh, American wrestling, one of the greatest entertainments. Uh, I won't call it a sport. It is a it is sports entertainment. Uh, but one of my uh, favorite things of the childhood, which is kind of weird, but awesome at the same time. Um, we're here with Zach Knighton. Zach, we're uh, super stoked to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I think uh, I think it'd be fun to have you back again as a yeah. guest host. Absolutely, have a lot of fun. Absolutely, it's my we, first we podcast start. ever. Never oh, heard of a podcast. Oh, version. I like it. I like yeah. it. I like yeah. it. Popping your gonna... cherry with this one. Why did you oh, have yes. to say? Why can't that... we just say virgin? Why do you have to go to the most like gross? 
That's not. That's could mean anything. Really, it can mean anything. <laughs> that can mean anything besides exactly the context you used it in. Uh, yeah, you know, like cherry cola. Yeah, like you yeah, never had cherry cola. We popped a cherry cola top for you. <laughs> yeah, that's, what never had a... <laughs> that's what we did. That's what we did. We're going to go to our next category, guys, and uh, next category is our favorite. NES Ooh, game. Okay, this is uh, this is going to be highly controversial, uh, okay. controversial through yeah. the uh, through the nerddom and the geekdom of the world. Uh, Zach, favorite oh, yeah. NES game. So I got to only say one. This is right one. You can give an honorable mention, but you have to say oh, which man. one your favorite is. This is really tough. This is a hard one because I mean, there's only a lot one. of our. This is a lot of our childhoods right here. Like a lot of. Yeah, I got to say, all time favorite. But then we're going to discuss about it. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But all-time NES favorite game, the game that I spent most of my time on has got to be Zelda. I mean, it's got to be Zelda. You know, there was, was, I spent a lot of time on my NES, uh, you know, Contra. Oh, Wizards and Warriors. Yeah. Ragar. Remember Ragar? Yeah. Mega Man. But, dude, Zelda. Zelda. Remember the, the, the fever? That yeah. overtook you when you played Zelda. That overtook all the kids when Zelda came out. And then they had the gold one. Remember the gold yeah, cartridge yeah, yeah. came the gold out? Cards, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to go Zelda. I'm going That's Zelda. That's a good one. Zelda's a good one. Very Zelda. memorable music in Zelda. And if you, it was Zelda was a game, too, where it was one of those games, those games that there was like, I believe there not only were there different levels, like you, you could you could choose the, the difficulty level. Um, but there was also Zelda was one of those games where, like prior, if you if you played that game without uh, like using the Nintendo Power Map or any yeah. of the the helper maps, it was exponentially harder. Oh yeah, and it was one of those games where there were so many different secret things. And Zelda, not you know, Zelda hooked some people on gambling because you'd have that you'd you'd go to that little <laughs> dude's you'd go to that dude's house behind the tree yeah. and you'd, you'd bet your rubies wagers. and you'd make some wagers. <laughs> yeah, I think Vegas had something to do with that uh, section. Um, they were like, hey, let, Steve Wynn was like allegedly yeah. uh, going like, hey, yeah. uh, Nintendo, we should put some wagering some in wagering here for kids. And, yeah. So when they get older, and we'll make a game called Look, the Legend of Zelda slot machine. Yeah, we just want to give them the blueprint. <laughs> yeah, for ruining but, but their Zelda lives too. Zelda was a game where if you beat it, you could play it a whole nother time on a whole nother story and a whole nother like you beat the game and then all of a sudden it turned into like fall yeah. and all the trees turned brown and yeah. it was like a whole nother game. Yeah, it was a great game. Yeah, it, Zelda was a great game. Frustrating, but amazing. Of course, all the Mario Brothers. There's some of the greatest music ever in Zelda. Zelda was oh, yeah. da, 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 the music. Da, da, Remember Zelda? Goonies 2? Yeah. Goonies 2? That was a great game. You had your yo-yo as your weapon and yeah. everybody's like, oh, was there, is there, like, is it based off of, uh, it was just Not the sequel, all. it was just Goonies 2. <laughs> it's just, I, uh, presumably Sean Astin. Yeah. Jumping around <laughs> in the caverns. Yeah. 8-bit Sean Astin. That was a hard game too, I remember. Goonies was yeah. hard. It was hard. But I think they, wasn't there a, a, a Commodore 64 Goonies game? Oh, I don't know. It was like a puzzle. It was like more like a puzzle game. Um, And you like had to, or was that on the NES? Was that the NES where you had to like move this lever and walk over and put this thing in the right place? You might be thinking of Maniac Mansion or something like that. There was a lot of games. I want to say there was a, I want to say there was a PC, a Commodore 64 version of the Goonies, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, it looks like there was a um, Commodore 64 long play Goonies. Yeah, there was one. It was like, it was more like a puzzle game than anything else. So you had to like, you know, it was like the, it was like the movie. Like we have yeah. to do this, and this is going to move this. If I move oh, this, yeah, rock. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. It's like a, a yeah, yeah, totally. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Goonies um, two, NES. Goonies two, Goonies two NES. My favorite uh, uh, NES game was. I could predict it. 
You can't. You're going to no, think it's different. That's not Tech Techmo Bowl. Tech Mobile. Oh, of course. Okay. What did I tell you? Tech I knew Super it was going to be Techmo Super Bowl. Great game. I you predicted that. the plays. You have no idea what you're yeah. picking. Well, the greatest thing was you could always play with the New York Giants. <laughs> yeah. And Lawrence Taylor, you could always be New York Taylor, and he could destroy. sack and destroy everyone <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah. You had to throw the ball in about one second if you were going to pass the ball yeah. in that game. But you, it was one of those games where it's like, a lot of versus games in NES were like one player, then two player, then one player, then two player. Yeah. But it was like when you could start playing like real fun. Like Atari had baseball and football and all this kind of thing, but they were never felt real. They always had these weird like, oh, it's yeah. only this. It's like a. It's like only there's only a few guys on the field and you can't really throw it anywhere. You can just push the button. The Tecmo Bowl actually felt like a game where it was like you're actually a little bit more in control of the yeah. team and like the plays and the whole thing. Um, and I played that game. Incessantly, I know what's scary is when that game came out. I think I was sixteen or something, yeah, <laughs> fifteen or sixteen, and I was playing it all the time, oh, like yeah. all the time. Yeah, that it was one matter. of those games where uh, you it definitely roped in the the like a lot of people. You know, you think of like those NES games, and we were young playing it. But it's also, you know, you look at, like, the PS4s now, and you have 30-year-olds going out to buy games. Tecmo Bowl and, and the Nintendo, the NES was definitely – it had a lot of games that weren't just kid-type games. Yeah. It was definitely uh, a, a system, and, and, like, those sports games really roped. But I think – but that's the thing. It's like all of us got grew up – like, I had an Atari, like, right yeah. when it first came out. God my dad my, had a God bless my parents for getting me one. Yeah. I don't know what we they had a were Commodore thinking. 64. I don't know what they were thinking. It's turned me into who I am today, which yeah. – <laughs> <laughs> Could be great or not great in their eyes, but I th- I think they're proud of me, which I yeah. which I I'm gonna I'm gonna say on the I show. I like to pretend my parents uh, are proud of yeah. me. Yeah, uh, but you know you you just that's just your thing. It's like yeah, I wasn't a big comic book guy, but I was a big video Gamer. game guy. I played yeah. Atari, ColecoVision, and television. Everything that you know, and I was I, one of the best. My best friends growing up had every single gaming system that oh, ever yeah. came out. That and kid. we would play it. Yeah, that and he kid. was awesome. But he was you know he was my best friend growing up, and yeah. You know, we like the same things, and we both got into entertainment. It's really interesting from a really small town. But video games was like the thing we did. Yeah, was it make, playing video games and then making little tiny horror movies? You know, yeah, oh, that's fun. On a super VHS. Are you still gaming? Uh, yeah, I still play. I, I don't get a chance to play as much anymore. It's hard with I, that kid. I have a kid, right? Yeah, I have a t- she's almost she's two and a half, and uh, you have to play late at night. And we're working on so much stuff right now; it's hard to play. The last game I played was we talked we talked about on the show, uh, Dead Rising Three. Oh. Which is a very, very fun Xbox One game if you just like destroying zombies. Zombies. Like, and destroying them in the most entertaining and unique ways you can. Very fun game. I really like that game. I love any. Are you still a gamer? Are you a gamer? You know, I got a PS4. I still, I went out just recently. I got Bloodborne. Uh, I hear that's a good game. It's so hard and frustrating. And I'm just sort of like, I don't have the patience for it anymore, you know. So yeah, I can't it, play the 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 RPGs. I can't play yeah. those for a long time because I just don't have the time. Like I tried to play, what did I try That's, to play? Like yeah, New Vegas. Tough. Like uh, I know I can't remember the name of it, but it was like one of those games where you're like, this you're committing a lot of a time. lot of time. Yeah. Um, I like games where I can pick it up and go. I'm gonna kill a bunch of stuff and yeah. then I can put it away. Yeah, some instant gratification. Yeah, like first person shooters stuff like yeah. that. But it's, I, it's tough. I just I've got a kid too, and it's it's hard when you have the kid because you're so exhausted. You get him to bed, and you're the last thing you want. I mean, because it, it, if I plug into a game and I'm if I'm into it in the past, you know, I'm up until right. four or five o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yeah, kids can't do yeah. that anymore. I've no. played that. Which, and I will say this, and I'm sure you would agree with me, a blessing to have such a thing in your life as a as a wonderful child, uh, much more important than gaming. But 
There is things that I say that for myself and for everyone out there listening. But uh, it is. It's fun. It's like there's a moment. There's a thing. that's like it's complete. You don't think about anything else when you're doing it. Yeah. And I think that for me was the reason I liked it so much is because I could put I could turn everything off, fo- and just not really. You're focusing on it, but it's still like a retreat from yeah. whatever else you have going on in your life. You yeah. can be like, I'm just going to play some for now. And like, I'm going to do some stuff and then I'm going to go back and do the things I got to do, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, Razzle, uh, what about you? Oh, my favorite game is undisputed Mega Man two. You're oh. a big Mega Man. It's a uh, Mega fan. Man two is the best video game ever. In my opinion, um, second runner up would be Super Mario Brothers three. Three, of um, course, the best game. Portal two and all those are those games Portal's are really fun. fun too. I really Portal's like fun. Portal. But I would say the undisputed. Like, I mean, if we're you, talking about NES, but we're saying NES game. Favorite no, NES correct, game, correct. Right. But I'm just saying in general, overall, Mega Man two is the best video game of all time. Uh, and it is. It's got. Not only is it just the so fun to me. Um, but it is, it's got the best soundtrack of any video game. Mega Man 2's got the best soundtrack I feel. I, I'm not familiar. Give me some, give me a sample. <laughs> Hit me with a little bit of Mega Man 2. Mega too. Man 2. Um, um, let me think here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like really upbeat. That's pretty good. All right. Now we're going to pay a royalty to Mega Man 2 for playing this song on the air. Does that count? Does it count when you hum or you do-do-do the song? Right. I'm going to do-do-do to Uptown Funk. And he had that cannon arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be all kinds of different guns. Right, yeah. And then when he would, like, at the end, when he'd get powers up, it'd be like, doo it's listen. I mean, Mega Man Two. I can listen to that soundtrack like when I drive, and it's like you're. It's like apparently, drive. You, apparently, it's you like, just do that soundtrack while you drive, and you don't <laughs> yeah, have to actually to listen to it. Like yeah, like I'll do that when I'm making out with girls, and they'll be like, "Stop it." <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to do two like two I'm terrible single. jokes That's right now. Like one. Um, yeah, yeah, no, make the jokes. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, make the it. jokes. I like it. Like I one, burn myself. Uh, but, it's now it's just mean. No, be mean, be mean. <laughs> I like I like being mean. Type one, be mean. you've never hummed the Mega, Mega Man song <laughs> no. when you were making out with a girl. Correct. Right. No, and you've right. never made out with a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, sub sub joke. You've never made out. With yeah. <laughs> Not only just only a little bit less funny than if you actually because I think if you yeah. actually there are actually girls out there that you would probably be like oh my god that's amazing I love that game yeah <laughs> oh yeah because wasn't Mega Man an actual. He's a cyborg. Right. Oh, okay. What were you going to say? <laughs> no. He was a what? No, nothing. No, Metroid. I was thinking of Metroid. Metroid. Oh, yeah, Metroid was oh, a, Sam Metroid was a girl. Spoiler alert, yes. if you've never played Metroid. If you've Great never played Metroid, too. turn off the radio. <laughs> yeah. Turn Met- off the podcast. Turn off. Remember Kid Icarus? Kid Icarus, yeah. Yeah. That was a tough game. That was a hard game. That was a game that if you, you would play for an hour and a half, yeah. and if you died... You went all the way You'd back to the beginning. Yeah. Another game that was super hard was Battletoads. That was a really hard game, too. I didn't I love that game. That. I didn't love yeah, that game. It was hard. But Icarus was, yeah, Kid Icarus was, it was just too hard. It was like, yeah. or it was like pointless. Friday the 13th. Remember, you would get killed by Jason at the beginning. Yeah. Of that I game, love, dude. I, we have, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. We got to do that. We got to do our favorite Friday Thirteenth and our favorite Freddy Krueger movies because I was a huge fan of horror movies growing up, and I, Me too. Uh, I, I couldn't get enough. And I watched Halloween when I was like ten. I was like, this is a giant mistake, and it <laughs> scarred my entire entire life. <sighs> right, Friday Thirteenth. That's good. Camp, Camp Crystal Lake, uh, which is going to bring us to our final category yeah. of the day. I do we go into this, We're or do we need to take another break? Um, let's, we'll take a break and maybe we'll have an ad here. Maybe we won't. I don't know. We'll we'll be back in a second. Sounds good. 
You know, I, I realized that I would be remiss if we did not mention that uh, our illustrious Tyler Labine wrote that theme song for the show. That's really good. It's really good, right? How did he do it? Push? Did he push some buttons on his thing? Yeah, he did it. He did it. <laughs> he's got. A, he's got a studio at his uh, house. Okay. Oh, I yeah. saw. I yeah. saw that. Yeah. The other day. Uh, in his garage. He's got a studio in his garage, and he's uh, he created that whole song uh, just for the show. That's we cool. went through a couple iterations to get to that, and that's that's him going picking favorite. <laughs> is he a rapper like, too? Is, Ty, is this something I don't I, know? Tyler's just, a big music guy. It's really? like his thing. Like he really like, if you say like what's your favorite thing to do like hanging out. Uh-huh. He has this app called iMachine where he just makes beats. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, on his phone he does it like wherever he is. He just like he just makes beats on his phone. It's a really actually a very cool app. Uh, I'll check um, it out. I'm not a musician at all. I actually downloaded it because I was like oh, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and then I was just like making like stupid things. It was just like you know. <laughs> Oh, here's some hi hat. Here's some bass. Hit the snare, and that's all I was doing. Can I get some more snare in my headphones? Yeah, I need more cowbell. I need a little more, more, a little more cowbell. Um, which brings us to our third and final topic of the day: uh, our favorite Steven Spielberg directed, directed movie. Yeah, favorite movie that he ever directed, uh, which is an unbelievable cornucopia of amazing and a few not so amazing movies. But he is probably the. Uh, Single most single handedly dra- guided most of my childhood as oh, a director. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would say really made me the person I am for in sure. In a lot of ways in entertainment, I would uh, guess. Yeah. I think that's, I, I agree with that statement for my own life for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's undisputed. All I did. Uh, he's, he is undisputed. He's the, the king, undisputed the king of this generation of yeah. our childhood movie watching. It's true. And even, uh, yeah, late, lately, not as much lately, but. Definitely from like 1972. 75, you know. really. I mean, I'm going to go back to even his first movie that everybody really kind of knew Sugar about. Sugarland Express? Duel. Duel, Duel yeah. was like oh, the TV movie? Yeah. such a great movie. Uh, but Zach, tell us your favorite Spielberg-directed film. This is the most difficult topic of the day for me. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to have to say it. I got to say, it's just it has to be E.T. Yeah. It, it, it's got to be E.T. with Jaws as a very close second. <sighs> E.T. I just watched E.T. the other day again recently with my kid, and I'm I'm like bawling, I'm crying, and the you know I know E.T.'s not going to die, but still I'm crying at that scene where you think he died. I mean, it's just the best. It's the best. Yeah. He he gets the best performances out of those kids. It just has the best. Child. I think it was the first movie I ever saw in the movie theater. I mean, it's just, oh wow. You know, I don't know what year it came out, like eighty eighty two or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so Let's I was see. like four years old. I think that was the first. That's the first cinema experience I had. Uh, you know, memory that I have. Yeah, nineteen eighty two. Um, that and seeing like uh, Return of the Jedi or something. But but uh, yeah, E. T. I got to go. E. T. E. T. I mean, you look can't away. fight it. You can't fight E. T. You can't fight. It's it's tough. I it's mean, such a, I he mean, had a magic finger. Good. You can't fight him. I mean, he would beat you. Elliot. I mean, the Reese's, the everything. Eminem like, and Eminem turned that movie turned down. down. They did. Yeah. They wanted I mean, it, they even, wanted it to be Eminem's, and Eminem said Eminem said no, and Reese's were like, we have well, a new product. We'd yeah. love to put in the movie. Big yeah. mistake. Big and then mistake. And then the scene where where E. T.'s getting drunk, and then Elliot starts letting all the frogs out. Uh, yeah. He's hammered and all that because they're connected. They're bonded already. Just. Everything about it's, this, it's, it's a, a perfect it's, movie. It is a perfect movie. There's nothing. It is a perfect movie. There's nothing wrong. And I'm and you know they did that remaster thing where he went back in and he put a few extra little tweaks and things. You he know, he changed all the guns into walkie talkies, all yeah. the cops and everybody. Yeah, he took all the oh, guns yeah, out. Oh yeah, that's right. And then he and then he did you know 
you, there's a couple of scenes where ET's running through the woods really fast, yeah, which wasn't it wasn't the original. But I, I still think I'm, even with the retweaks, he didn't go overboard. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that whole thing. I'm not either. But I don't like going back. I, when Lucas went back and took and oh, messed yeah. with four, five, and six, I'm like, let's dude, not even go. Why? There. Why? That's a whole job of the hut did not need to be in a New Hope. No. Period. There's no. theory. I can't. I can't recall, but it's on the internet. If, if the audience wants to look <laughs> it's it up, on the internet. But um, there's like somebody did like a somebody had like a, a weird theory about how like Star Wars was a, like a legit thing and like how ET and how like in in the Phantom Menace ET's people are in the Star Wars thing. Yeah. And also if you if you watch ET there's a scene where ET is dressed as a ghost, right? As in the Halloween costume and they pass people uh, and Star children Wars. are dressed as one. Someone's dressed as like a Yoda creature, yeah. and they kind of like acknowledge each other yeah. as if ET recognized the Yoda species yeah. from thousands of years ago or whatever. All right. so they're they're interlinked. They're interlinked with that, which is really interesting. They're interlinked. Speaking of, just to do a little throwback to an earlier yeah. conversation, this new Star Wars trailer. Uh, did dude. you oh. notice that this smashed up Vader mask? Looks just like One-Eyed Willie from The Goonies. Oh, oh, John Matuzak. Oh no, oh no, One-Eyed Willie. Check it yeah. out, One-Eyed Willie. Yeah, not 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 uh, uh, sloth. No, no. Look at it. it. Search. You know, later. Anyone listening? To yeah, this. we'll, ha- we'll yeah, actually. Yeah. It'll be up on the fans' guide to picking favorites with oh, Zach Knight, and we'll okay. have our whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have this great uh, Shannon Fox does an amazing like guide. So everything we basically mentioned today, she'll have a trailer for or oh, an wow. image of or something fantastic, uh, and links to all of our social media stuff. So it's great. One Eyed Willie and Darth Vader, <clears throat> look it up. Et's an amazing one. Razzle, what about you? Ah, uh, yeah. Can I set this one off? No, um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm going to have to say Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Jurassic Park hook. <laughs> uh, I'll say, I would actually pay to see that movie. You got a hook on that list. Huh? Um, hook's good. I would say, I would say. Uh, well, I mean, I'm just reading off all the things, all the good ones. Minority Report is also really good. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. I'll go with Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. I'll Raiders. say, I'll say I, Indiana Jones 1, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's, um, it's action, adventure, comedy. It's got, you know, mysticism and magic. It's a perfect movie. It's a perfect yeah. movie. I, yeah. I love it's, it. Um, oh man, it's so good. You could watch that movie. I can watch that movie any time of the day, any time in your life. Temple of Doom is very underrated. Also, people yeah. shit on Temple of the Doom, but Temple of Doom is really good too. But Raiders, oh, no. man, I. It's just I. I'm a huge Harrison. I mean, I'll just say Indiana Jones, like Spielberg, like he shaped. I mean, everything's. I mean, even the movies he produced, which we won't get into. That's a whole other category. But yeah, like, it's a whole other thing. It's he just. If you're in your 30s. Or even early forties. I'm looking at David. Thanks, Razzle. Um, he <laughs> did everything. You know, it's he. Yeah, your everything you like is because of him, pretty much. A lot I mean, of stuff. Yeah, I mean, a lot of our a lot, a lot of your sensibilities are because of the way they that he made movies. Absolutely, and he told stories. Which I mean, is he was an executive. Pr- yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah. I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, Dave, what's yours? I'm gonna go a little bit more modern because I think you know. He made a, a lot of great movies about uh, fictional places and fictional things, or yeah. took a little bit of like history and, and put it into a movie or create. You know, um, I think the movie that affected me the most that I saw of Steven Spielberg was Saving Private Ryan. I think that movie changed. I want to say every one of my generation's perspective of what World War II was. 
Yeah. Right? Was, they never really... You'd seen, like, you'd seen like uh, newsreel footage or whatever, and you've seen, like, some more movies they made in the 50s and 60s, but that first 45 minutes on Omaha Beach, you go, I can't... Like, I feel like I'm in this, and it's the most shocking and horrific experience yeah. that I could have been... A, that I could imagine, and these guys are running toward it. And when you think about what that... And just in terms of the context of the historical part of it, where it... That day changed the course of history for everyone um and he captured that and then met but that movie then became it wasn't just a war movie it was a really a more about a movie about brotherhood and about responsibility mm-hmm. which I, I think you know in a lot of times in today's world isn't really talked about as much in terms of responsibility yeah. and like duty and commitment and loyalty and all those things um and i think it does a perfect job of of bringing that to people in a very uh, um, palatable way, right? They can really, you can experience it and go, I get it. I totally get what, that's why they're called the greatest generation. Like you get why. Yeah, they were, we're a bunch of cowards compared to that generation. (laughs) Oh Oh, my God. Holy moly. I'd be like, where's the, can I get a a espresso before I storm the beach or where's the coffee bar? Yeah. No, it's crazy. That movie is very effective. I mean, God, remember that scene where Goldberg gets it with the oh, knife? Oh, because you're like, because he's like, no, 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 no. Like you're like, oh God. Well, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's that's just, it. That's what happened. And it that just happens. happens all the time. Yeah, it's um, a, it's a really great movie. I, I actually haven't seen that movie since it was in the theaters, but now that we're talking about it, it makes me want to watch it again. He's yeah, got, it's, it's so, so good. some of his movie, you know, like Schindler's List, which was so amazing, true, and powerful. That's not a movie I can go back and just no. pop back. Schindler's List is hard. I saw Schindler's yeah. List in theater, and I was like, "Oh my god, this this is so heavy." But again, a story that I didn't know. Yeah, that you go, what an amazing guy. Yeah, that this guy did everything he could to help as many people as he could, and still, when he was when it all hap- was done, he was like, "I could have done." You know, he was. Yeah. All, it wasn't like I'm satisfied with how I did it. It was like I wish I could have done something else. And yeah. so. The power of like movies like that. I mean, you know, I think that's the one thing about Steven Spielberg. He really does try to balance his super fun, crazy adventure action yeah. movies, space movies with a little bit something that's a little bit more real. Mm-hmm. That people that he's like, I'm, I'm going to tell a story about something that we have all heard about, but we really don't know that much about. Yeah. You know, he kind of breaks it up. It's like he does I mean, the Lost World Jurassic Park and then does Amistad and Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Then does AI, Minority Report, Report, Catch Me If You Can, The Terminal. You know, War of the Worlds. It's like okay, and then I gotta I'll go do, back. And then I gotta do, do Munich. Yeah, you know or what I mean. War Horse and Lincoln. You know? Yeah, and Lincoln's a great movie. It's a hundred years of a long. Snoozer. It's, it's kind of a snoozer. Years, but Daniel Day Lewis is amazing in it he as, is. As, a, as the president. He's gonna be. I'm excited about uh, Spielberg's gonna be directing Ready Player One, the the movie based off the book Ready oh, Player yeah. One. That's gonna if be you interesting. Haven't read it? I, I, I somebody just a, recommended that book, dude. To me. It's it's a quick, easy read, and it's like our generation. It's yeah. like it's like Willy Wonka meets The Matrix. And Back to the Future. Oh, it's awesome. Amazing. Oh. I'll give one more uh, one more of his movies. That. If you haven't seen Empire of the Sun with oh, the yeah. young Christian Bale, uh, great movie. Another World War Malkovich. II movie. Yeah, Malkovich. Malkovich. Another great movie about World War II set in the Pacific. Um, really amazing film that uh, will, again, affect you in a great way. And then balance it out with another like Raiders, Temple of Doom. Uh, just don't watch Crystal Skull. Mm, just pretend yeah, that. Just skip it. Ben Stiller's work. in that movie, too. In what? In uh, Empire of the Sun, really? Oh, right? Yeah, no, ben he plays Stiller, one of the prisoners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That's right. He's been around ben a long. Stiller. He's been around a long time. That that Ben Stiller guy. Man, yeah. he's been working. He's been working. Eighty-seven. <laughs> but I guess that's not true. I mean, I was sixteen in eighty-seven. So yeah, yeah, yeah he's probably sense. about eighteen or something. Yeah, he's probably what 40, 46, 47 mm-hmm. years old. That Ben Stiller guy. Um, 
Wow, man, that went fast. Yeah. That went fast today. I'm, I'm sad it's over. God, you know, we, we go could talk sit about here and more talk wrestling. about this all day. We really long. could. I don't know if people would it's still so, keep I mean, listening, but no. that's what we got them this far. Though I guess it doesn't like, matter. I mean, you can, you, you, I mean, you can just. It's literally like sitting around a campfire, just bullshitting with your friends, talking about everything you like. Yeah, if we had a campfire in here, it'd be just like that. It'd be <laughs> exactly what, what this show is. We always say that. Just dudes talking about stuff they yeah. like. Um, Zach, tell us, uh, tell us, give us your places people can find you. Twitter, all that kind oh, of stuff. Yeah, I'm on Twitter uh, at Zach Knighton, Z A C H K N I G H T O N, and uh, I'm on Instagram, Crash Dodger. It's a little <laughs> bit more of a low profile uh, Insta. And uh, yeah, I'm, well, I guess by the time this podcast comes out, Weird Loaders will be uh, uh, done airing. But I guess you can watch it on Hulu and wherever else. And, yeah, give uh, it a shot, guys. Watch it. Give it. No matter where you see it, find it, watch it. Give it a shot. Uh, some good people on the show, and it's uh, it's funny. It's a funny show. Yeah. Yeah. Watch that. Watch his show, and then also, if if my math is correct, this will be coming out Wednesday the twentieth uh, or Wednesday the nineteenth tomorrow night. Watch. David Letterman's last show. Oh yeah, he's oh, that's he's right. he's another one who I mean Spielberg shaped our childhood movie wise. David Let- the late night and uh, late night and the the late show with David Letterman uh, has shaped my childhood and, and our generation so much with all of his bits. And he really, if you just go back and watch some of the things on YouTube and his old clips, he really invented the YouTube video and, and the the. Um, internet viral video format before the internet and, and Jimmy Fallon and all of those was around with with the funny bits. You know, you got the Elka Seltzer suit, the Velcro uh, suit, the throwing things off a five story tower. You know, there's uh, a thing I posted the other day of him just crushing things with a a, a ninety ton uh, hydraulic press. It's just David Letter. He was so he would do elevator races. You know, he would have audience members just race each other down elevators of the studio. Not to just, mention his acting career, his small part in Cabin Boy. Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> he had Chris Elliott living under the stairs just because it was funny and for being dumb. And I just I'm gonna miss David Letterman and the, the late night scene. And, and everybody watch that and, and just you know say goodbye. Thank you, David Letterman. I just gotta say that. Wow, that was, a, that was that was like a commercial for uh, Worldwide Pants. Really uh, nice yeah. work. Hey, man. Really nice work. <laughs> he shaped my childhood. We'll be expecting a uh, uh, an ad for the new Colbert <laughs> Late Night with Stephen Colbert uh, soon. Uh, thanks, Zach, so much for being here. We're yeah, super thank excited. Thank you so much. Thanks, dudes. Uh, hopefully, we'll get you on again in the near future. I would love and to be. Uh, for everybody here at Picking Favorites, uh, let's say much love to Zach and to Tyler. We miss yeah, you guys. We'll we see you, you soon. We'll see you around. And uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Absolutely. Thank you. Again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Graze.com, the snack service that wants to show you the tasty side of healthy snacking. Graze.com delivers tasty and nutritious snacks right to your work or home. Perfectly portioned and ready for on-the-go snacking, each snack is approved by their in-house nutritionist and contains no GMOs, artificial flavors, or trans fats. So you can feel good about what you're snacking on. Choose from over a hundred unique snack creations and rate all the snacks when you sign up to help them handpick a personalized box of snacks. So go to graze.com, that's G-R-A-Z-E.com now to get a free trial box that includes four of their top rated and most delicious snacks. Use my special code Razzle, that's graze.com Razzle for your free box. Pop. Pop? Pop. 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 Pop.
Wolf Pop is part of Midroll Media, executive produced by Adam Sachs, Matt Gorley, and Paul Shear.